Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my great friend, Justin Great. What is up, my friend? How are you today? I'm doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, man. It's, it's my pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, honor is all mine, dude. Been looking forward to this and, and having like a, a real powerful conversation together. Right. Um, you and I have been able to connect over the course of the last few months because of mutual friends. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one of the really powerful things about you and your story and why I wanted to talk with you in this capacity was just looking at the way that you've been able to leverage belief in yourself, despite what many would call a chaotic background to go and kind right. of create life. And, and I think that is ultimately one of the most beautiful things about the human experience is that we can do that, Indeed. but so much of it is choice. So I would yeah. love to start this. If you just talk a little bit about your background, whatever you care to share sure. and, uh, and kind of what growing up was like. Yeah, man. I, um, first and foremost, thanks again for having me. I appreciate it. But, sure. you know, I think that is likewise what drew me to you and your powerful story that you have. And, you know, I think as we began to talk, we started developing, Hey, there's a lot of similarities and there's a lot of growth that we can, you know, really, um, squeeze out of each other, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Together and, and have that, you know, kind of friendship that can help us to thrive. And I think for me as a, you know, as a youth, it was one of those things that was, you know, I didn't necessarily have a bad childhood from what I thought. Um, you know, I grew up in a single parent household, you know, my dad was not really in, in the mix, um, as heavily, um, as time went by, um, even at the time when my parents were married because they divorced around age 13 for me. Um, and I had, I had a younger brother at the time and then another one came after that. But, um, at that time I was thinking, you know, everything was all good. You know, as time passed, I realized, um, as I got older that my mom, you know, really, really struggled during that time, you know, raising me and, and, and my brother, um, and that she didn't really have that support that she was, um, needing, you know, not only from a, you know, financial background, but also too, from an emotional standpoint as well. You know what I mean? There's so many stories I could tell that could go into that whole path of why that was the case. But what I really did notice was is the strength that she protruded and that she was able to share um, with me and my brother every single day, you know, she would come and pray over us, for instance, and just really like give us like nice experiences, did things. We had all these things where I just never knew that there was an issue. Mm -hmm. um, I was just under the you know impression that everything was all good. Um, as I'm older and as a man, I'm like, hey, 
having these discussions and I'm like, what this happened? That happened. Um, in fact, you know, there was one point in time where my mom was sharing and she was like, you know, there was a point in time where we stayed in the mission and I'm like the mission, how, how did that happen? Those kinds of things like that, where I was just dumbfounded by the experience and I never knew, never understood because everything was always provided for, um, always had that encouragement. And that's why to this day, I think my mom is, you know, my biggest inspiration because she believed in me. She always has, right? Everybody's parents, you always like, oh, you know, mom believes in me. But I think there was another level to it. She always, you know, told me every single day that, that you are the head and not the tail. You're a leader and not the follower. You, you can do whatever you want to do, whatever goals or dreams you have, go after them. Those kinds of things like that, where it was just so instilled inside of me to the point where I was just like, believed it. Right. And so I carried that with me all throughout. And, you know, even to this day, you know, I actually have a, a good relationship with my father now. Um, but, you know, I do wish that I would have had um, a deeper connection with him and that I would have been able to have an example at a better level. You know what I mean? I think he, you know, has some understanding now um, in his older age. But I think, you know, as a youth, he was just out doing his thing. And actually, even now as an adult, I can look back at that time and say, you know, I can understand some of these things and, and maybe some things I don't understand. But I think there is value in communication, right? And being able to also admit faults, right? And being able to take accountability and responsibility for actions while simultaneously instilling values, right? And I just think that, you know, that wasn't really the case for me. So I had to figure it all out. So even going into the, you know, further parts of the story, there's so many things, and this is why I admire about you as well that we just had to do on our own, figure it out. You have to find that strength inside of you and either you're going to, you know, succeed and strive or either you're going to be just fail. And I was just not willing to do that. And I had so much of that inspiration hearing my mom's voice in the back of my ear, just saying, you can do it, whatever you want. Yeah, dude, that's super powerful. And, and I think that a kudos to your mom for being able to be that person because yeah. so many single parent homes and, and look, and I'm not a woman. I don't have children. I'm not a single parent. I don't understand what that is. Right. But I do know from my own experience, like watching my mother go the opposite direction. Right. That this can often go one of two ways. hundred percent. And in that it takes a lot to be able as an individual growing up to figure that out. And when you go look at a lot of resiliency survey study about what it means, like how do people really like thrive despite chaotic backgrounds or right. upbringings or, you know, statistically you can go look that boys who grew up without fathers mm. are four times more likely to go to prison, Yes, 80% more likely to be drug addicts and alcoholics. Right. And I forget what the other statistic is, but the, uh, the amount of abuse that men put in domestic violence goes up like 10 X. It's unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Right. It, it, and that's the thing, like you said, it's a choice. There's a choice that you can split and make. It's like, okay, these things are happening to me. I'm going to go down this negative path or these things are happening to me. I'm going to take these things, spin them around, excuse me, um, spin them around and actually thrive off of that. I'm going to use it as fuel. You know? Yeah. And, and the fuel for me, it took me a long, long, long time to come to that conclusion right. because I, I didn't realize, and my thought of what I, I, I felt like success was, was about money. Right. right. And that, and not realizing like, really, it is kind of what you said. It's about, can you just not fail? Mm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with failure. I mm. mean, dude, uh, failure is the ultimate learning. 
it's learning experience, right? That's what they say. It's like, it's not failure. It's, you know, where it's, you it's only learn. failure if you don't choose to continue. If you stop, if you give up. Right. And I, and it's easy to quit. It's it easy to give up. Right. I mean, you know, there's so many different stories. You can go to Michael Jordan, the basketball team, you right. can go to Tyson, this and that. I mean, there's right. always like this thing, but for you, when, when did that really hit home where you're like, was there a pivotal, pivotal moment where you're like, actually, I refuse to fail. I'm going to figure this out no matter mm. what. Is there something that comes to mind where you're like, you know, I remember this moment. Yeah. You know what it was? Um, I feel like I always had like a really strong, like friend group wherever I was at. You know what I mean? I had a lot of great friends around me and I was doing things. I was, I played basketball really heavily in high school. I was pretty good. I did some, you know, all these cool events. I was involved heavily with my church. I was doing all these cool things. And um, there came a point, I think, when I went to college, actually, and I started going down the path of these things I, I'm going to tell you about, about my story. Um, when I started realizing um, over and over and over again from different people that were influential that would I would come into contact with and I'd be talking to, and they'd be like, hey, I see something in you. Or I think that this thing or that thing, like you can be great. You have this, you have that. And I had heard it all the time, like I say, from my mom, but like these outside, you know, voices I had not fully experienced. And so late in high school, early college, I started having that happen more frequently. And I was like, hmm, let me kind of like dig into that a little bit more. What do I actually feel like I want to contribute to the world? And when I started looking into not only just hearing, hearing those, you know, contributions, but I started reading books. I started looking into, you know, or consuming content rather, because I'm a person that loves to consume, you know, information that's going to, you know, build me up. And once I started getting that mentality, so like a, you know, a high functioning mentality that's focused on success, whether that, you know, be financially or that be just, you know, spiritually happiness, all those various things like that. I was like, you know what? I'm dead set on that. I think I actually am capable of making it and I'm going to do it. I set myself to that and never looked back. It really came from that sports analogy, I think, from the past because I was so heavy into basketball and I kind of had that competitive nature. But I think when I stepped out of sports and I wasn't doing that any longer because I actually ended up breaking my hand pretty badly um, in my last senior year of, of, of college or uh, high school. And that's the reason why, too, I didn't pursue anything further um, with sports. So I had that competitive mentality. But I think it went to another level when I was like, okay, now what do I do? I, I can't do the sports thing anymore. Now let me actually dig deep in myself and find out what do I contribute to this world. When I locked in on what that was going to be, I never looked back. And I'm telling you, even to this day, it's the same vision, same goal that I have that I want to accomplish. And some, it takes people a long time to find out what their vision is. But I've had the same one ever since like starting college. Yeah. And what is it? Well, I think that it's, bringing or making a happier world, right? That's the big broader, broader scheme, right? But that I think is done through um, influence in my opinion, right? So that's the reason why for me, why, okay, building businesses or doing things like that, you know, um, obtaining, you know, finance or, or being successful, all that stuff like that is a means to more influence, which ultimately allows us you know, having a stronger word, right? So that therefore when we come and approach issues that come upon us, 
um, hey, we want to help out this foundation. We want to be able to go and, and service these people and do that. I want to be able to have enough finance to be able to do that without asking. I want to be able to have enough um, influence to be able to do that. So when we say something or, hey, this is something that we want other people to get on board with, it's done because of the, the work that's already been put in. So I see that coming to life through the various platforms and it, and it drilled down to another level. And we'll go into this a little bit more later, but it drilled down to another level of why as a person that um, is a creative director and, and a person that really, really has an affinity for branding um, that that stuff really dictates a lot of the direction that society goes. Right. So when we talk about branding, we're saying, Hey, the reason why I love this kind of thing so much is because I personally feel like brands dictate. You see, hundred percent. So, so when I look at you know something like branding, I'm looking at okay, I, I'm only one man. I have so many desires. I have like all these different things I love doing, right? And it's it's kind of a crutch. It's like a it's a crippling factor for me because I love so many things that like I attach to doing so many different things. And so I've had to learn the power of team. I've had to learn the power of delegation. Um, and what I found out is, is, hey, there is a way for me to, you know, execute all thousand ideas of companies that I want to start by the act of branding or, or building brands rather, because therefore I can utilize other people's passions and desires and work ethic and, and, and intense emotion about a subject. And we can build the brand around that while they do the work that, you know, may encompass it coming to life. Right. And then I can walk away from that, that, that brand and say, Hey, we had a part in building the identity of the way that that looks or the way that that functions. We came up the way that the strategy or the, you know, cycle works for them. And I feel really good about that. Having an imprint on those different thousand businesses, as opposed to starting a thousand myself. Yeah. And each one of those moves you towards your goal. A hundred percent. Right. And that's one of the things I think is really interesting about life in general is when you recognize, I read this book, uh, gosh, it must've been like five or six years ago by my friend, Alex Banyanian. Yeah. And it's called the third door. Okay. And the third door is very simple. It's about this idea that there's always another way in. Right. Right. And there's always this space in which you can figure out how to get to where you want to go. Right. If you're willing to look for other opportunities and other ways to get in there. Mm -hmm. I, I've considered myself really forever to be solution oriented. hundred I mean, I, I can go back to childhood and be like, I needed to figure out how to get something right. or navigate the world in a way. Most of the time I was able to do it because I'd right. figure out what it would take to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think people get so caught up in this notion or idea if it's black and white, right. but it's not. Like the thing that I think is so fascinating about life is nothing is actually black and white. Nothing, That's so true. While, while some things are binary, i.e., are you going to act or are you not going to act? Right. Like there's no space for gray area in action. Sure. But in the way that we get to things, it's not binary. Right. There's not a there's a million different solutions to get there, right? Sure. There's a million different ways to make your dreams come true. And yeah. and there's a million ways to screw up on the process and That's on the way too. there, right? Yeah. yeah. And and one of the things that I'm curious about is, you know, where has the relationship with yourself in terms of accomplishment shifted? Mm. Ooh, that's a good question. I think uh it shifted for the better in this way. I used to be very, very, very focused on 
the financial growth. Um, I used to be very hyper-focused on the, the clout or all of these things. And while it, you know, it kind of contradicts because I'm talking about influence and finance and all those things, but it's now for me, it's changed to a space of if I'm going to give everything that I have to it, if I'm not able to get to that space, I can live with that if I, if my effort has matched. Dude, I'm so glad so. you just said that. <laughs> because I've, I was literally just explaining yeah. this to somebody yeah. that I do not care about the outcome. Right. I only care it's, about the effort. It's the effort. It's the journey. I have to be able to look at myself in the mirror at the end of the day and be able to say, hey, you went for it. That's why like any idea, like people are always like, oh, well, you know, you do too many things or you have all this stuff because I have different, you know, different businesses and Renaissance men, that whole concept mm -hmm. um, at now. But I look at myself in the mirror and I, at the end of the day, I'm like, hey, I really gave it a valiant effort. I felt like I had the time, talent, means, ability to do this. And I went for it. And if if it doesn't work out, I can at least be pleased that I gave it an effort and do that versus being the person that looks in the mirror and says, oh, I should have, could have, would have, or telling yeah. those stories to your kids and, oh, I could have done this, but I didn't or Dude. whatever. I'm not going to be that person. Yeah, that's, that, not that. that's that Uncle Rico syndrome. <laughs> if coach would have put me in the game, man, I'd yeah. have thrown this football over that mountain. Right. Like, no, motherfucker, you wouldn't have. 100%, 100%. Because if you were supposed to be in the game, you would have put in the work. You would have earned the, in the spot. Game. You would have figured it out. Absolutely. And 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 look, I know people are going to hear this. I'm like, oh, well, you guys must be special. You blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you, you walked into the office today yeah. and saw this giant project I'm yeah. working on. Yeah. Like, you've got to put in the work. You it, have to put in the effort. It's, the it's things, a must. It's the things people don't see. Um, and I, and I can attest to that. Like all my closest friends who've been around me, like they, they already know what it is. Like there's years of my life, a lot of them. And I'm just recently trying to get out of it a little bit mm. where I'm literally sleeping three hours a night, two hours a night. Because I just am so determined to get these things off the ground. It's the work ethic. Nobody's going to outwork me. That's the one thing. That's the mentality I want to always, you know, kind of keep is like, hey, you know, can I work smarter? Sure. And not harder. There's ways to do that. But I'm going to put in the work. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's, it's hard not to get caught up in the hustle of it all. Yeah. I, I think specifically or generally speaking, people our age and their late twenties, early thirties, even early forties, yeah. you know, we come from a society that if you go back and look at, I, I love the spin that is about to happen in, in my head about the indoctrination and marketing and the way that we think about the world right. Right. as a branding person, you'll really understand this. We might lose some people, but stay with us. Cause okay. I'm, I'm going to make a really, yeah, really important <laughs> point. I promise this is going to go somewhere. Uh-huh. We are the children of advertising right. in a different way yes. than the than our parents and their parents. Because if you look at the way that television and us, the majority, I assume you probably fall in this category as well, were latchkey kids. I would come home, have my bagel bites, yep. drink my Mondo, have my Hot Pocket, <laughs> right? And then I'd watch television all afternoon. Yes, yes. And what is happening in those commercials, yeah. Yeah. right? You're being indoctrinated into product. You're being yeah. indoctrinated into this thing that you need. I distinctly freaking remember yeah. Pogs, right? Pogs were a fad. 100%. They, they're, they're here and gone. Mm -hmm. But I the the way that pogs took over right. society yeah. in schools when i was a kid was right. bar none 100%. and i could not afford them we had zero pogs yeah. Yeah. and that made me automatically an outsider in like yeah. fucking third grade yeah. right and now what i watch happen 
constantly, constantly with people in this age window Uh is that now we're like, I don't have a Tesla, so I'm not good enough. Mm. I don't have a Rolex on, so I'm not doing anything in life. Right. And and Justin, dude, I don't know about you, but I'm going to say this. I have never put on a pair of shoes and loved myself. Right. 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 That didn't make you, that didn't do the trick. <laughs> no, because, and it never will. Right. 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 And, but, but what does is the fulfillment of the effort. Yeah. Can I show up? Can I try? Can yeah. I inevitably screw up? Can I just put myself in the window of recognizing hustle culture for the sake of life and the thing that fulfills you? I'm right. for that all day right. long. Hustle culture for the sake of I need to keep up with the Joneses is the most dangerous thing that you can do. We'll be right back to today's show. But first, I need to ask you a question. Are you feeling stuck? Are you feeling like you don't have the support to go to the next level in your healing journey? Are you feeling like you wish you had a little bit more support from not only myself, but the Unbroken Nation? Well, my friend, I want to invite you to come and join our live weekly coaching sessions in Think Unbroken. All you have to do is go to keys, K-E-Y-S, keys.thinkunbroken.com to sign up and join us today with 100% money back, no questions asked, guaranteed and no contract or commitment every week for the next year. You can come and be a part of our live coaching sessions each Monday as we dive deep into not only answering your questions, but questions from the unbroken nation and help you take all of the information that you learn in the podcast, in the courses and other areas of this journey, bring them into your life and use it in a way that is practical, life-changing and transformative. So my friend, join us at keys.thinkunbroken.com. And we will see you this Monday. And that's what I'm telling you. I think in the past, it's so ironic that you brought that up too. Cause like in the past, that's where I might've been for a season where mm-hmm. I was thinking of it that way. And something just clicked and it, it brought a whole different level of like thought to me where I'm just like, oh, I'm actually not even in the right space. Like I'm not doing this for the right reason. What I'm really seeking is freedom and happiness and being able to bring joy to others and all that. So it doesn't really matter. You know, if I don't achieve it that way, I'm going to put everything I have into it. But if I don't, my life is not over. What was the shift? I'm telling you, man, I was sitting in my room. Um, it was like kind of a, a spiritual encounter for me, actually. And it was where I needed to let go because I was consumed by social media. I was consumed by perception and what people think. And, hey, you know, I, I want to be the liked person. I want to, you know, look this way. I was doing all this fashion stuff and all this. And I'm like, okay, my my line has to do this much or my album that I put out has to do this much and all that. And I was consumed by that. And just something, you know, inside told me, just let it go. You need to let that go. Mm. Not the effort. Don't let that go. Keep putting out great quality, you know, content, keep doing your thing, keep thriving after it, but let go of the need for it to be what you think it's supposed to be. Because as soon as you lock in what you think it's supposed to be, that's where, you know, they say like, you know, tell, you know, God, your plans, and, yeah. you know, it's a way to make God laugh. <laughs> exactly. That whole thing, because it's like, I was so locked into the way it was supposed to look that I wasn't given an opportunity for it to even be bigger and for the opportunities to come in a different way. And that's exactly what happened as soon as I started letting go. Yeah. So it changed it. But to bring up what you were talking about, about the, you know, the culture as like a youth coming home and all that. It was so funny. I just talked to somebody about this yesterday about like how like the eighties and nineties, like our age, you know, group as kids was like the like coolest and most like impressionable time, I think for like kids, 
at the time, because you go home to your point, you see those commercials, everything was bigger and colorful and these TV shows. Neon green. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slime coming out of stuff yeah. and doing all this cool stuff like that. Like, you know, toys were, became cooler at that point in time. Game systems. For sure. Think about all these different things that were going on, like cartoons that you remember that were fun. And um, you go to the movies and you get the cup with the, you know, design on it and all that stuff, like the marketing behind things. And you got it ingrained in you. You wanted the merch. You wanted all this. And now it's just, you know, I would even suggest like who watches TV and watches a commercial. It's like yeah. now it's social media. Well, social media is a TV. Yeah, that's it. You know what? It, I think it's funny whenever anyone is like, I don't have a TV. Yeah. I'm like, you have Netflix. A hundred percent. Why are you 100%. conflating this? Yes. Just because you don't have this big box that sits mm-hmm. in your living room mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not consuming content. Yep. Right. And, and I think it's really, really interesting that in the way that we consume content is right now really dangerous. Like yeah. social media is the most addictive drug on planet earth. A hundred percent. And it really and is. it is so fucking dangerous because you're just hitting yourself with dopamine after dopamine after yeah. dopamine after dopamine yeah. and micro doses mm-hmm. all day, all day, all night. And, and look, and I get that because like hard. Yeah. with my background in business being in branding and marketing, but yep. my mission in life being think unbroken and changing right. the world, right. I'd be an idiot and a liar to say that there's not a crossover, 100%. right? Because if there's I don't- mix, because if you don't put it out there- yeah. I mean, if you, you can build it, but they ain't coming if you don't tell them, Yes. right? Yes. And, and I think that you have to be very selective in the uh-huh. messaging that you're choosing to consume. And and it's dangerous because there are snake oil salesmen out there and there yep. are liars and there are people who don't have your best interest at heart. Right. And, and that's why people, the same as you, man, like at 26 years old, here I am having wasted a million dollars, having destroyed my life, my relationships, right. my friendships, being morbidly obese, like mm. life being this very, very different thing because I was always chasing what? The dragon of money. Right. I'm like, man, when I get enough. Right. And that when, yeah. that concept, man, is so fucking dangerous. It is. Because when ain't coming. No, it's not. It really isn't. And then on top of that, too, like, I think with the mentalities that we have now, it's like kind of this like conquering thing. It's like, okay, great. We've achieved that. But like, what more can I do? Whether and what that does that is, do for you? Though? That, exactly. Not, that's what I'm saying. It, I don't believe it does very much to kind of keep having this whole thing. Unless there, there's a space where I think if I can do more to help others and I can do it in a space where I am exerting less energy to do the same amount of help, there's something to that, I think. And I would love to get to that space where, um, not where like I may be working myself into the ground kind of like I am now, but like where I can work strategically and partner with people that can help us spread the message, like things like think I'm broken. Yeah. Well, and I, I think further that's time, right. right? I mean, ultimately, especially in, from a business perspective, that's just simply time. Yeah. Right. And, and people have the false narrative that they're going to work on a project for 18 months and that yeah. suddenly they're going to be the next, whatever. Oh no, it's, it's and, and, and that's not, well, and that's not how life works. It's how business works, yeah. relationships yeah. work, health work. Nothing works that way. Right. Everything, well, while life is very linear from the start to the finish, in between there are these massive, massive peaks and valleys. 100%. And I think one of the, actually, I know the reason that I went so gung-ho on this podcast mm-hmm. and this conversation about mental health right. is because I recognize the very avenue that you're talking about. I said, well, what can I do that is 
both fulfilling, but also doesn't require a tremendous amount of time. Right. And it was this. Right. And I can remove myself from the emotional capacity to some extent when I get to have amazing people like you come and sit down and share their thoughts. Right. Because we all need that. And so I'm curious for you, as you, you had this moment, I want to go back to it and you're looking at, you're like, man, I'm chasing the wrong thing. I'm, I'm looking at life through the wrong scope. I'm feeling it beat me up. Yep. What, what transpired after that? Cause I think a lot of people who are listening right now mm-hmm. are like, yeah, I mean, I want to build this thing. I want to do all these other projects, but you know, at what cost? Yeah. I think for me, it was like, I had to realize that like, I have to do it because I like it. You know what I mean? Mm. I have to do what it is that I'm called to because I'm called to it. How do you honor that though? And I think it happens through what we talked about earlier actions, right? So there's so many people that say they want to do something or they're passionate about something. You ask somebody, Oh, well, what, you know, if, if fear wasn't a factor, you know what I mean? If the finance and all these different things that people put as roadblocks from, from them starting to take action, weren't factors, what would it be that you would do that would make you happy? Everything. Right. And all these answers and stuff like that come out. Well, how come you don't like do anything around that subject, even as a hobby, anything like that? Well, you know, I'm scared or all these different things like that. So for me, I had to realize that, okay, I don't have a, a sense of fear about doing any of it. I have the wrong, I feel like motivation right now. So once I got rid of that part of it, and then I said, okay, I'm doing everything now because I want to see everybody happier, right? I think if we have a happier world, I think there's this connection to that where ultimately it will um, drive more purpose in people's lives, which will ultimately lead to like less crime and less people being all upset and, and mad in the world. And then it will lead to less depression to lead to all these things. Because when you have the happiness meter at a, at a heightened space, right? And that can be through careers, through your family and relationships, friends, all those different things like that. Um, you know, health, right? All those various factors, when they're all at a high space, it's really difficult to walk through the world in a, you know, dysfunctional manner. So for me, what happened after I made that click, um, I instantly went into just like tunnel vision mode on the vision. Mm. Um, But it was so much more refreshing because while I was working prior, now I feel more energized and more refreshed because now I see a real purpose at the end that didn't involve myself. Yeah. It involved everyone else. Yeah. I, I resonate with that entirely. And one of the things that came to mind as you're saying that, I mean, there is a tremendous amount of discord in, in the world around people who blame their job. They blame their community. They blame their family. And I always think to myself, yeah, but what action are you taking to move forward and away from that and into something different? Um, Gallup polls did research study, 83% of people dislike their job. Oh yeah. I believe that. And that tells me 83% of people are going to die with regret. Yep. Absolutely. What do they say? The graveyard is like the most wealthy, uh, place because so many people die with ideas and and dreams that were deferred. And, but I don't know if you'll agree with, I've, I've really been on this recently and trying to, I don't have it fully articulated yet other than a sentence Uh and there's depth and there's a course that I'm working on building out around this because I see the value in it. I believe that people are more scared of success Mm. than they are failure. Yeah. Like what do you do when, when you actually do succeed? When you actually feel like, wow, I'm Uh validated. I matter. 
I can. Right. I trust. I believe. Uh-huh. I am. Yeah. Right. And and I think that fucking terrifies people, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is like, you know, I guess the fear factor of that, like what would happen if, you know, what is a person thinking like when they do succeed in that space? Well, think about this. If if all you've ever known and experienced is failure, mm-hmm. that is your nomenclature. Mm. That's everything that you understand about the world. Right. And to step into the opposite, well, that's scary. Right. Right. That's where fear plays a role. Well, fuck, I can be successful. I don't right. know. Well, there's, there's, there's a lot of truth to that. Cause I, I think about like, you know, there's people that like, aren't good at like accepting compliments or something sure. like that, or just like, you know, Hey, you did a great job and you're like, okay. Like, and then you kind of keep going on to your normal thing. Just say versus, thank you. Yeah. Instead of just thank you and, and keep on. doing what you yes. do. Right. It's kind of that thing too, to it. It's just like, Hey, no, I, I believe in you. I think you can do a great job at whatever thing it is. And then they go and pursue it. And then what do you know? You're successful. And I think to me, what it is, is not having a purpose behind the success that can drive some of that. Mm. So like, okay, there's a lot of people that are successful and you ask them questions like, Hey, why did you want to do this? Or what, what is your like kind of end goal behind it? And they don't have an answer to that, but beyond money, like money. Yeah. And that breeds like later on not being fulfilled because I feel like while like people, Oh, money can't buy happiness. Like I think money can make, you know, people's lives easier in some respects sure. and all of those great things that money can do. You know what money buys? It buys the removal of stress. Absolutely. There's stress free. There's freedom that, that comes with having money. And then you are able to, you know, help and you're able to do whatever you want to do. Okay. So I'm but, curious about something you, this, this is, I'm going to go deeper here because okay. I think this is going to be important for somebody listening. Growing up the way you grew up, having these moments, obviously you don't remember your mom did a fucking awesome job. Right. Having time in the mission. I'm sure if yeah. you stayed in a mission, you probably like me, were on food stamps or WIC yeah, or government yeah. subsidies. Yeah, sure. I had to change my mindset around money. Yeah. I had to shift my mindset on money from, oh my God, this is the worst thing on planet earth. Blame the corporations. Fuck mm-hmm. rich people. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. To money is ever abundant and energy that is available for anyone at all time if they are willing to be open to the acceptance of it. I love it. it. Yes. And so I'm curious for you what shit, because there had to be a shift. Yeah. What was the shift? Like in that mentality? Yeah. Um, I think when I started looking at it more as a tool. Mm, going to that. Right. So I said to myself, I'm like, okay, yeah, you have the money or whatever else people can be wealthy and and buy things and you know because i'm like i'm a, a guy who likes fashion so i'm thinking of all these things i'm like oh i can get all this stuff you know what i mean and i'm a person who has stuff so don't you know what i mean like you go see my sneaker closet it's ridiculous like i like sure. there's things i like right sure um but i had to shift my thought to say okay because now my vision is to help people to make this world a, a happier place if you will and to you know give of myself to that and give of my gifts to help you know, make the world happier. What I had to do was change my mentality around money. And what I said when it came to money is that, okay, this tool, right? I have a lot of it. So therefore I can expend it to help and do and do those types of things. So when I started looking at it that way versus like consumption for me, that just changed the game for me, man. Like I really started thinking about money as like, okay, there's this issue. Like, I think it was like something that happened with um, when Flint had the water crisis Mm -hmm. that was going on. I'm from Michigan actually. And I'm from the West 
you know, side of Michigan, Holland, Grand Rapids area. Um, and when I, when I heard that happen, I was like, you know what, this is an instance or these types of things like this is where we should be able to just not have to do a whole, Hey, everyone call everybody and try to like gather up all this money. I just want to be able to be like, here, let's yeah. fix it. You know what I mean? And let's do it. And so that's a tool, right? And it's not thinking about yourself. It's not like how many houses and stuff can I accumulate now while I do enjoy nice things in, in design and architecture and all those things like that. So for me, if I have the funds to do it, I want to have a really nice house. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that that is not the all in, end. And for me, I'm not going to be fulfilled out of those things. I've accumulated a lot. It's all relative, right? Mm -hmm. Like right now I have things that a lot of other people don't have. And for me, I'm like, I'm still trying to go higher. And that person's looking at, like, I have friends that are looking at me like, what I'm doing is the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, I appreciate that you feel that way. I'm trying to go to this level. And the person that's at that level is probably looking at a different way too, mm -hmm. right? So I have to look at it. And, and I believe in this too, doing in the little what you are going to do in much or when you have a lot, you know what I mean? And that's kind of like a biblical proverb. It's like, you know, doing doing the same thing that you would do now then but with what you have now yeah you know what i mean and i and i think you have to have i know you have to have clarity too which is why i love that you're pointing towards this bigger and grander mission because yeah. when i was i cashed my first check for ten thousand dollars when i was 20 years old exactly. i mean you know and i've shared this story yep. before i'm sorry unbroken nation i know you've heard it but you know i at 20 years old i made ninety six thousand dollars yeah. Nobody makes that much money when they're 20 years old. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Yep. And I can guarantee you that I wasted every penny. 100%. And yeah, I wasted 100%. almost a million bucks, which I mentioned a little bit ago. And exactly. now I look at money and it's like, dude, I live paycheck to paycheck, believe mm -hmm. it or not. Why? Because money is a tool. Uh -huh. Because Investment. money is always going into something. Yes. Money is always going into something for the betterment of my life, mm -hmm. the betterment of the Think Unbroken community, right. the betterment of the world. I love it. And and I've looked at it and I, I here's what happened as I sat and I realized I was I was in a conference mm -hmm. and there was a multi-billionaire on stage talking. Right. And he was talking about the fact that the greatest investments he has made in himself was that he invested in himself. And that at that. the beginning, he was dirt poor. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not dirt poor. i fine. I'm not on WIC. I'm not homeless. Right. Thank God, right? right? But the way I think about it is if in your guys, money is a tool. Why would I not invest it to go and learn? I love why that. would I not go to a nice experience or buy, uh, you know, whatever the thing is? It doesn't matter what it is, but yeah. because I want it for me, not for other people. And then recognizing here's where it's really crazy. Yeah. And this is, I think the place where I got caught up and I had terror, literal terror about money. Yeah. I was like, I don't have enough in my bank account and being stuck on that. Right. And realizing like when you're fucking dead, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't. No, I, I think you're preaching. Like for me, I had to get out of that concept of like being consumed by money. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to your point about that, like at the end, it really doesn't matter either. You're not taking it with you. So I got into this mentality too, where I was like, I don't want to be controlled by how much money I have or don't have for me. Like, I think you brought it up earlier where you said like, you know, money's a tool, you know, you paycheck to paycheck, that kind of concept. I've heard people like they save up for like, and I know this is like taboo, but people like do all these savings and Roth IRAs and all these just different things like that, 401ks, all these different things for like 
hoping that they make it to 70 years old and they can go to, you know, all these things and all that. I'm like, I'm trying to cause effect and change right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that doesn't mean that like, I'm not wise with my money and where I put it and invest totally. it, but, I, but I'm investing it now because it's just like, I'm not giving, you know, like, or expecting that I know my time frame on earth. Yep. I'm going to do what I can do now to help everyone. Well, and I, I think that people underestimate how young they actually are. And I, I have a theory. It, it can't possibly play out in real time because I don't know. Yeah. But I have a theory that every thousand dollars you invest in yourself and your personal development and yep. your learning and your growth yep. will actually become a hundred thousand dollars. I, I believe that. And I, I wish I would have, you know, taken on that mentality earlier. I feel like I didn't. I mean, I was kind of like you where like, First hundred thousand at like twenty twenty one. Dude, party um, away. Out, exactly coming out of college and all that. But what I was really happy about was is that that click that I was talking about happened for me fairly early mm. to the point where like I definitely spent some money for sure. Sure, but I was able to like right on the cusp of that invest and start doing that. And that was where like when I started um a, a, a tech company that I had at the time, and then my clothing line first got off the ground. All those things. I leveraged my, um, you know, position with a company that I came out of college working for to, to fund those ventures. Yeah. And, and, and I love that you said that because like, yeah. I, I run multiple companies right? and it's been what I will say the most difficult thing I've ever done in building Think Unbroken. Right. Because it's really easy to sell Jordans. Mm -hmm. Dude, my background in marketing and branding, it is so easy to sell right. Jordans. Yeah. It is way <laughs> more difficult. Well, take Jordans out than anything. Right. It is easy to it is easier for me to sell a cup. Yeah. Than it is for me to sell somebody the idea that they can love themselves. Mm, that's true. Cause see, I feel like I'm I'm realizing too, like the idea of the cup is like people are so tangible driven, like as far as physical yes. touch. Like, hey, I can see this. I know I like this design. I'm gonna buy it. You know what I mean? Versus like understanding that the internal parts of a person is even more important than the exterior in, in some cases. Yeah. Like what's the ROI on Justin? Right. Exactly. Those kinds of things like right. that. And that's, that's the whole point. That is why when you say about money being a tool, investing in yourself is one of the best things that you can ever do. And I mean, all the way down from going to go get a massage and not being stressed. True. That kind of thing. Like I'm so about that now, like about being at peace and not being stressed. That, you know, that way I can perform that way I can give this world what it, what it needs. Yeah. And, and I think there's something that has to be called to attention here as well. Skill has utility. Uh -huh. You, I, I look at my life when I was, when I was 18, I was working in a fast food joint. Right. At 19, I was working restaurants. Right. It took me a couple of years to figure out how to actually write a resume and a cover letter mm -hmm. to get a job with a Fortune 10 company, yeah. to then go and build my first business right. and struggle through that chaos and then go and build the next one and the next one. And right. then and then in that also realizing, oh my God, I gotta actually work on me. That's true. I gotta 100%. work on me. Yeah. And and feeling like the one thing that is the greatest investment is you. Right. And recognizing that you have to trust that if you bet on yourself, you will win. Yeah. And that's, I think, the difficult part for people is to to really believe that they're worth betting on. Yeah. Um, mm. And they don't see it. You know how, I mean? how can we give that to people? Because for me, and I, I was in that too, I was like, I don't matter. Mm -hmm. Money is my goal. That will be sustainable. That is the thing that will drive me and make me fulfilled. 
come to realize, obviously, that's not the truth. Right. What do you think it takes to be able to give people that belief? They have to mine out their purpose. If people don't have a purpose, they will go through life just like that, like what we just explained. I mean, you have to mine that out. Um, and it's, I feel like I've had conversations with people where we'll go down that path and we'll dig it up and do all that. It's a lot of effort to do. It takes time. And I mean, I know you, you know, do it on a daily basis where you're talking to people and consulting and, and helping, you know, bring people out of these dark spaces and the effort that that takes. It's like, we have to find a solution to mass to do that because people have to understand and see themselves in that end goal. And so that way, when they zoom back all the way to where they are right now, they have something to live for. Yeah. It's reverse engineering, right? Exactly. But, okay, so let, let's then add uh, a parallel here. People think that they're not worthy of even having that goal. Mm -hmm. What can they do to start being able to move towards at least an idea that, you know, maybe I am worth it? Right. I think when people, um, it's kind of like this, it's like going bowling or something for the first time, you get beginner's luck or something like mm -hmm. that, and you, you know, hey, I'm all right, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I did all right. And then the next game, you do it again. So confidence is built through experiences. And so, you know, it's it's like somebody who's, I mean, a good public speaker or somebody who's, you know, good at business or this thing or that thing, whatever their talent is. And if they do it time and time again enough, their confidence is going to be boosted on that subject. I've done it so many times, I already know that I'm good at this. And then eventually they'll stop doubting themselves that they're not capable or worthy of it because they've seen themselves be successful at it. And they've been rewarded for what they've done. That's another factor that I think is super important is being rewarded for the skill. So if, if I'm, you know, I don't know, a good basketball player and then somebody tells me that they want me to come play for their team, but not only just come play for their team to come play, I want you to come play and here's what we're going to pay you to do it. So now that I've been rewarded for, hey, I might actually be pretty good about this. And this builds a swagger. This builds a certain confidence. So I think what we have to do is build people's confidence in what it is that their passion is. That can be done. Not It doesn't have to be full throttle out the gate. Okay, well, I'm just diving into it. I'm quitting my job. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that, right? Did, I did yeah. that. Don't do right? that. <laughs> it's not a good idea. Don't do that. For me, like I did it dual, right? I did yeah. a couple. I did. I had something stable. I had. While at the same time on the side, I was building something up, building that credibility, building that confidence. So now that I'm being compensated on the side for what it was that I was really passionate about, oh man, now I'm feeling pretty good about this. Now I feel like I can take a deeper step into this and maybe a step away from the other thing. And now I'm equaling out in my finance because that's a lot of times what people are worried about is that they're not going to be able to survive. Yeah. And what's crazy is when you go on your own, you'll make way more. A hundred percent, but, but diving into that deep water, people are scared to do that. Yeah. And so that's why if you can even inch a toe in and then, you know, put on some buoys, yeah. wade in there for a little bit and then eventually take them off, you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's, the it's action it, it is. And the, the greatest mistake in business, I've said this before that I've ever made was mm -hmm. quitting a job before I had a business that made money. Exactly. It, the greatest we'll mistake that. I've ever. Yeah. Well, you know, because we get so frustrated and we want our dreams and we want to move towards yeah. it. But, you know, I, I remember I didn't have the confidence yet. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, what it was is looking at that time and being like, I think I can do this, but taking no action towards it because I was terrified that nobody was going to give me what I was worth. 100%. And so I had to struggle my way through. And that applies to everything, yeah. right? 
And, and it's funny, right before we started this, I was listening to Dean Graziosi uh-huh. and, and he said the number one key to success in life in business and love and relationships and friendships is don't let anybody fuck with your confidence. I love that. And I was like, it's true. It's so true. It's all mentality, right? Like if your mindset is to not be confident and that you can't, you won't. Yeah. If your mindset is that you can. And you're going to go in here and kill it. And you're going to make this happen or make that happen. You most likely will just because your position is geared towards it. You see what I'm saying? It's not that like the actual, this is what I honestly believe. I feel like that's why, like, um, when they say speak it into existence, mm-hmm. right. Or like, uh, you know, as, as, as a man thinketh or say yes. that he is right. Or, or woman. Right. I think that that is so true because what it does is when you speak things out and when you're thinking a certain thing or talking about a certain thing all the time, you're just geared towards doing it more often because you're just, it's already a part of you. It becomes a part of your psyche. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Justin, my friend, this has been an amazing conversation. I, yeah. I feel like we could go for hours. Yeah. But before I ask you my last question, please tell everyone where they can find you. Um, They can find me at Justin Great. Um, literally, it's at Justin underscore great. Um, and that's pretty much on all social platforms. Cool, man. Yeah. We'll be sure to link that yeah. up. Also, justingreat.com. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's his real last name, in case you were yeah. curious. My last question for you, my friend, what does it mean to you to be unbroken? Unbroken, to be unbroken. I think that, you know, that's such a good question. Um, I think it means no matter where you have been and what you have done, what has happened to you. There's lots of situations that can break a person. Right. Um, but I think what it is, is not allowing yourself to stay there. Okay. Mm. And picking up the pieces, even if you have to do it yourself and, and, and putting your own glue on there. And that's you doing that and causing effect and change no matter where you've been. Love I it. Say it like that. Love it, brother. <laughs> Appreciate you being here. Unbroken nation. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show. But I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details
Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.